What's up, guys? All right, so <clears throat> this is the PDP podcast, a.k.a. the Prime Design podcast. Uh, my name is Mita Rakuti Mahanina, and my co-host is... I am Ryan Srinivasan. What's up? Um, we are the separate halves of Cerberus Trillion... Um, which is a independent video game studio, and yeah. So this podcast, why are we making this podcast? We're making this podcast uh, to attempt to educate more people about game design and talk about things in the gaming world that are cool that may relate to game design or like life lessons that may relate to game design. <laughs> Whatever we want to do, um, but it's all related to game design. Um, uh, yeah, what else are we doing? So what we'll be doing, what, we, why, what will we be doing on this podcast? We will be uh, relaying the information that was given uh, to the world by um what is his name i know his twitter handle but i don't know his real name uh, um <laughs> what is this dude's name i need to know this this dude this dude deserves props richard richard yes where the hell is uh richard richard hakeem terrell that dude freaking heck how do i forget his name but on the real richard terrell is a beast because this guy came up with he didn't, oh, I don't, he didn't come up with this, but he put together this blog that details uh, many, it details the, I think the essence of game design from the ground up, like the fundamentals, stuff that if you're going to make games, you should know. If you're going to make games fun, you should know. And if you're going to make good games, you should know. Um, and he kind of uh, put that online through the Critical Gaming Network. And so I'm taking what he wrote. I'm going to disseminate it. Not I. We. We are going to disseminate it through a podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I almost took all the credit there. No, we are going to disseminate that knowledge through a podcast so more people can, can see it and hear it and take it to heart and use it in their own games. And we can get rid of all that trash that's on Steam and the App Store and the Play Store and every other store. Um, yeah. Amen. Dude. So, currently, I am in college. Um, we started like a week ago. And I go to St. Olaf College. Where does my boy go? I go to the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Let's go. Let's yeah, go, Badgers. <laughs> um, and... Uh, I am not even, what's funny is, yes, I'm doing game design and, and making games and whatnot, but I have no background, no actual background in any of this. Um, my boy, he has a little bit of background. He has more background than I do. He's a computer science major, and um, I'm just a dude who watches a lot of GDC and aspires for great things, but um, yeah, so... But that's that's the magic of the internet. All this that's stuff right. is so accessible that that's right. anyone, literally anyone, could do it. <laughs> so yeah, which is why we're doing it. 
and we're going to help everyone else do it with this podcast. <laughs> yes, but uh, as you're, uh, uh, as perhaps you're wondering, um, well, we're talking, we have all this talk about making games. Are we making a game? Yes, we are making a game. We are in the very early stages of what uh, we like to call Adventure Pong. Mm-hmm. What is Adventure Pong? Adventure Pong is... I'm handing it over to you, dude. Adventure Pong is... Yeah. It's a, I guess, a variation on Pong. Um, something a little more, or a little deeper than just standard Pong with just, like, you know, paddles throwing a ball back and forth. There's actually, you know, something happening with it. Um, I don't know how deep you want to actually go into this. Like, uh... I think, I, I think... Well, no, I think a good way to, to describe it is the... If you can imagine Pong, but instead of two people controlling a paddle each, it's one player controlling both paddles. And then that ecosystem is wrapped in a platformer. So you are hitting a ball between the paddles and then transporting that ball around obstacles from left to right or up or down or whatever we decide but from one end to another, uh, from the start to the destination, and you're just transporting this ball. We have yet to come up with any lore. I don't know if we're going to do that. This might just be a simple game of, of an adventure pong, but... It, 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 might, it might grow into something like that. It might grow into something. Dude, this could, this could turn into some 3D virtual reality pong nightmare i mean who knows you know sky's the limit but uh we're very early in the timeline and uh hopefully we'll announce in like a month month and a half and maybe release in like five but that's all to be seen we're still in the early stages um yeah so that's us that's us two guys trying to make a game and uh not only trying to make a game, but trying to break some boundaries in terms of genre combinations and and stuff like that, but trying to focus on good game design at the same time. Yeah, well said. Yes, and so you you just got Fortnite. So now yeah. that you just hopped on that train, please tell us so how that feels. Uh, I'm a few years late to the game. <laughs> um because I, I, I mean, this stuff's been around for a while, and I have seen everybody playing it. Um, so I figured they have a Mac version. I, I use primarily Mac stuff. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just a fan. Um, and so they have a, a Mac version of that, which I didn't know. So I got that set up on my computer, um, <laughs> got it running and everything. It seems to work pretty well on the Mac port anyone's interested in how well that works but yeah it's it's really really hard and i don't know if that's why that's because it's been around a while and everyone knows what they're doing already uh or i'm just bad at video games or something but i mean are you used to playing console or pc um i mean i've done both i guess like i played a ton of team fortress on on uh, pc so i've got some experience actually like using a mouse and stuff but yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> and then um, once you die, what you die in like the first thirty people or something, or like when there's like seventy players left. So then you gotta wait until the end of the end of the game to to respawn, or 
like back out, find a new server and go into that. So if you're not very good at it, it's pretty difficult to get into it just because you, you get in, you die, and then you have to spend so much time jumping around to a different game or waiting for the game to restart. So I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know if I get it, <laughs> to be honest. Um, like, it's, it's cool. I like the art style. I like the kind of idea with it, but. What do you mean when you say get it? Like everyone's going absolutely insane about this game. It seems like, and I mean, it's, it's a good game. It's solidly built, you know, looks nice. The animation. Oh, you just don't understand the hype, but I don't know. Can't can't get into it. Mm. And it's probably because I'm like, I, I started late and I'm not very good at it right now, but like, I don't know. It's 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 fascinating to me how this stuff just kind of blew up, like the battle royale yeah. genre, yeah. with the uh, uh, PUBG and Fortnite becoming so large so quickly. It was like one day I was on yeah. Facebook and there was all this stuff, and I just hadn't known about it before. So yeah, it was I'm, I'm I'm surprised. I'm gonna be honest. Well, actually, it's just like every. It's like if you took, um. I mean, like, I'm not the, the gameplay itself in terms of the format. Um, what I mean by that is the the death match, everyone just or the battle royale rather, where everyone is on their own and it's a hundred players, and then the map shrinks. I like that it forces action and and whatnot, and and it's it's can, there can be a lot of things going on, and and I think what keeps people liking this game and it attracts more and more people is that they keep changing the game. Mm-hmm. They didn't like send it out like COD and then you just play the same maps and the same weapons like over and over and over again. It's like every couple months they'll throw in this new weapon. Like, I don't know how many, I don't know what mode it was before, but they threw in where there was a game where it's all explosives. There's no like actual, it's just all like bombs Grenades, stickies, rocket launchers, that's the whole, that's all everyone gets to use. And it's like, to just change a game like that forces people to play different, forces a different game yeah. entirely almost, you know? Yeah, that, is, like squads, that is really cool. You know? And so their lasting support, I think, is what made this game boom. Yeah. It just continually changes, you know? Yeah. Um, the other thing I think, so we both kind of grew up playing a lot of Call of Duty. Like, we were like yeah. Modern Warfare 2. Black yeah. Ops, all that stuff. That's what we were playing in high school. So yeah. I think we're so accustomed to that format that a game like this is so. I mean, it's not. It's still a shooter game, but it's so yeah. radically different, and it's it's. I don't know. It's set up, I guess. Like and it's third person too. You have a huge map, and it's just it's like a completely different mindset going into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It's it's really interesting. Also, props to whoever. <laughs> figured out how to get this thing running on like my computer uh, a game with a hundred players on it and a massive map uh, yeah or mobile yeah and the fact they can run on phones and you can and have it's cross platform it's unreal dude they yeah, really it, it's crazy man killing the game they're making bank dude yeah. like their monetization scheme is literally just skins and and uh like gun skins player skins making fucking bank it's unreal That's you know like nothing in game it's just up to you just play you just have to be good and then you pay for all the other stuff it's unreal to me 
Oh, that's, that's probably another reason why it's so successful. It's it's free, so it's really easily accessible yep. to everyone. I mean, it seems to run on, you know, these like lower spec stuff. Like it supports yeah. the Intel integrated graphics, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna be great. <laughs> but I mean, the fact that it supports it is pretty interesting because a lot of games yeah. don't support it. So I don't know. Props no, no, it's crazy. Yeah, and then um. Dude, I just, I don't know, I think, you, did you, you brought this up, the COD Battle Royale. I have not seen this before. I think I saw one ad about it, and it yeah. piqued my interest, but. Um, it's, um, I mean, so it's similar to Fortnite, or actually it's more similar to PUBG, because you get. That's what uh, I thought. And stuff like that, mm -hmm. but it's the same thing. You drop in over this large map, which the map is actually a combination of other maps from Call of Duty, like older maps and stuff, okay. like the. Um, that asylum thing from uh zombies okay uh, i forget the name of it but that map is in it and there's just like a whole bunch of other stuff i think like new towns in there so mm. that's really cool <laughs> um and then i think it's like 80 people or something that drop in there okay um and it's the same type of thing um but yeah you have vehicles too which is really interesting for call of duty because wow. i don't think I've yeah that before yeah that's more of a battlefront yeah yeah, exactly. So that's pretty interesting. I'm, I I want to know how much time they spent balancing all the vehicles out and like putting that in there because I'm sure that wasn't a fast thing to do. There's another, I don't know what the name of it is though, but there's another Battle Royale clone that they, it was an attempt at making a more realistic, more gritty uh, Battle Royale and it's first person and it's very similar format, but there's there's things they added where the player there's like there's screen uh, there's effects that happen on screen when you get shot and stuff like that, or there's uh, like you have limited ammo, or like you can't have like a hundred like sniper bullets. Like it's very I don't know how to put it. Hmm. It just it, <sighs> it's just more realistic. I think they tried to be like a lot more realistic and the graphics are on point and, and stuff like that. I don't know where COD's going to land. Like is COD, the COD battle Royale, is that going to be a uh, like first person shooter or third person? Yeah, no, it's going to be first person. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's going to maintain a lot of the similarities to like COD multiplayer. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, obviously you, you, you only get the, the life, like the one life and then you have to, to wait until the end of the game. So mm -hmm. it's going to, drastically change everything that i've done in cod where you know you just you go out you might die immediately and you just respond and you don't have to worry about it like, yeah this is going to be an entirely different mindset going into it which is going to be really interesting mm -hmm. and i'm i'm interested how players of call do you like it because i know i personally am accustomed to the other way so mm -hmm. yeah and i think what really changed the game for fortnite is the building stuff Oh my god, yeah. To build structures and stuff using like bricks and wood and metal. When I saw that, I literally was blown away. I was like, why haven't we thought about this before? Yeah, that's so that's such an interesting like mechanic to just throw in there and it makes it completely different from everybody else. And it's so simple. Yeah. <laughs> to change the game. That's amazing. And then literally. Yeah, I so I'm I'm terrible at it, but I've seen streams of people that that do that, that that the build the walls like between them and an enemy and then like use that and that's just mind-blowing the amount of coordination you have to have to do that is so crazy and some people do some people make uh like bridges that span the whole map and then they'll do like 
like uh, they'll do these weird trick shot things where they'll jump onto a rocket. Like somebody will shoot a rocket out of a rocket launcher and they'll time it. It's like a glitch or something. They'll time it. So they jump on the rocket and the rocket like takes them across the map and then they jump off onto the bridge and blah, 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 blah. Like it could go on and on. But they built this bridge that spans the length of the map. And I'm sitting here like, oh my God. Like they turned it into a Minecraft. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like it's just like, like they use the map to just build stuff. Like they don't even like shoot you anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it just point. becomes art, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, it does. It is like it's Minecraft. very different. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, it's it's a really interesting game. <laughs> um, and it's really accessible, which is awesome. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm interested to see how we how people can bring this this uh, Battle Royale concept into other genres. I mean, people kind of have already, but, like, I think it, now it's going to accelerate. Like, yeah. you could see 2D platformers with, like, well, <laughs> I guess Smash. Smash is, is that. They did, they're the originators of the 2D platform battle royale genre, but like. Dude, that would be insane. <laughs> like a Smash Rose setup, like 100 people. How fucking Dude, good? I know. <laughs> you would need such a large screen. Yeah. That's make that. You need like a legit wall, like a building wall to play that. Where do you, how do you find your character? What if you played with like 50 Kirby's? Like who's is who? Is Dude, that'd be so unreal, but. But, uh. <laughs> Yeah, like what if well, you know what if that's a different style of game completely? Like it's not Smash. You just have characters that can shoot guns, but it's a 2D platformer. And it's like 4v4s or like 1v1s or blah blah blah. Do you know what I mean? It's like a Smash format, but you just change the reduce the mechanics. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just spitballing at this point, but Yeah, I mean it's definitely going to to be more prevalent. It's yeah. it, I mean it it's so popular right now. I wouldn't be surprised if it becomes like the standard mm-hmm. sort of deathmatch thing. In game. Yeah. Um, but then also, at what point do you hit critical mass, and then you know you want other pe- people doing other things than that? And then yeah. Like, are we going to see a resurgence back to kind of the standard uh, deathmatch or whatever? back like in a few years i don't know i feel like well maybe maybe because i think is cod on the decline i haven't been following either activision i haven't activision or Treyarch. i haven't followed anything because i haven't been playing them at all so i don't know what their numbers are like but yeah i don't know Cod is or is not on the decline is is uh i do i i think they're on the decline or like less i don't know i don't know if they're at their numbers are actually on decline but i wouldn't be Mm -hmm. surprised because uh, what the last one was World War Two, Call of Duty World War Two, which I think people yeah. weren't super happy with. Because they, because I mean, what they're going full circle, and it's kind of like, nah. Yeah, well, I, yeah, no. I, I don't know. The other thing is, you, you, when you crank up, like you go to to the future setting or something, and then you, yeah, it's like crazy mobility stuff, and then futuristic weapons and all that, and then you give them a game where that it's there's none of that. It's all world war ii weapons which are you know limited in their mm-hmm. ability to kill people sometimes and you know i think they they hit critical mass on that i was waiting dude i was literally waiting like when are they going to revert back to like i was hoping they were going to do a far cry jump like you literally go to sticks spears and stones oh. <laughs> that honestly would be, that would have be been hilarious 
Do you ever? Did you ever play that Far Cry? Prime no, I have not. I have not. I I'm. It pains me, but I have not. I really want to play that because it's a. It just it's very interesting. Yeah, I I, I watched uh, I watched somebody play it. And it looked definitely crazy. <laughs> like you ride around on like mammoths and you just fight off mm-hmm. people, and then yeah. they don't speak English. They speak like a different, like whatever caveman language or whatever, which is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just additional immersion, I guess. It's it's just really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a it's a crazy world in the AAA in the AAA right now. I think. Yeah. Cause people are like saying that single player games are like going out of uh, out of fashion, but then out comes Spider Man. <laughs> You know what I mean? Or out comes, uh, like, the, uh, what's it called? Is it The Witcher? Yeah, The Witcher. Or, then there's one more, there's one more single player that's come out really recently. Um, can't come with the name, though. But I would say Spider-Man and, though, like, in The Witcher are huge yeah. games to come out and just, like, dispel that myth right away. Yeah, so, um, I've heard really good things about the The Witcher series. I don't know how much research you've you've done. I have not. I have not done much at all. They had uh, the Witcher Two was like three bucks on Steam or something, and there's a Mac port of it, so I bought that because I was like, oh, why Sick. not? Three bucks and you know, see what all the hype's about. Um, so yeah, I bought that. I haven't played it yet though. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> Holy smokes it's it's gorgeous and it's super i don't know it's just it's it's like a new york simulator i think i saw an onion article and it was like uh fantastic new york simulator destroyed by uh spider um man or just just uh mm. something like that oh <laughs> like, oh, it's the onion. <laughs> it's like hopefully a patch will become or hopefully a patch will come out soon that gets rid of the crazy spider guy oh my god <laughs> brings it back oh. to what it was supposed to be a new york simulator but that's that's really cool that that just like mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean yeah that can exist but um yeah wow but, <laughs> i saw this this tweet or something that somebody did where they uh apparently in that game when when you're walking around your character gets like phone calls and uh depending on whether you're exerting yourself or not uh it changes the the recording like the the voiceover that they use so they've recorded everything twice in like an exerting sound and then a resting sound and depending on what you're doing they'll play it and it changes by lines so like you get a phone call or whatever you're swinging around you'll exert it uh, you'll use the exerted phrases and then once you land it'll switch back to the resting ones like seamlessly it's so cool and like it's a tiny little detail but it just adds that much more realism exactly no no sound sound in video games is like one of the like if you don't have sound you can have shit art and great sound and you might even have a great game (laughs) like that just it adds there's just so much to that specific sensory perception uh that that just makes a game so immersive like that's why we have surround sound you can have a shit movie but if you have surround sound you're immersed if you have good sound in the game it's like it just brings you in 
yeah. yeah, having those details, that's what makes great games, I think, a lot of the time, too. Yeah, but. plus, like, the way that we're going with games, it's going to end yeah. up being all those little tiny details, slowly add them in, mm-hmm. and then that's going to make it all the more realistic, because yeah, where we are currently with the, the graphics and everything, mm-hmm. we're, I, we're nearly photorealistic, and it's, I mean, it's just going to be those little things that, that keep pushing it along and make them look even better. Compared to like, I don't know, 10 years, 20 years ago or whatever, where it was, yep. you know, yep. <laughs> completely unrealistic and just massive things mm-hmm. change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys, whoever is listening, uh, thank you. This was the first episode in the Prime Design podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed on the next podcast, uh, we're going to delve into um, the very first lesson in the critical gaming, uh, critical game. What is the name of the, I can't, oh my God. <laughs> the Prime Design Podcast? No, 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 no. Next week, we're going to delve into the first oh. lesson, put uh, the first lesson by the Critical Gaming Network um, that was written by Richard Terrell and which will focus on describing mechanics and abstractions and giving an intro to that. So we'll delve into that the following week. And uh, if there's any more news or anything cool or anything that we've interacted with games or even updates on our own game, um, that will come in on the second half. So stay tuned for that. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, guys. All right. Dope. All right. See ya.